since I left to pick you up, it's got toilet papered. Like what? And then I saw this car that was in a weird place on the street. Clearly it was the dude that had just done it because he just got in his car. And I could tell he was kind of frozen like, oh shit, they're home. And then he takes off real fast. And so I chase him. Oh, yes! I'm starting. It's my fault. I'm starting before you're ready, because I'm watching you set up the cameras and the intense look on your face. If it doesn't is... work, who's to blame? <laughs> yeah, I know, but but you've we've done this many times. Yeah, you're but I there. hit my head a lot, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, dude, I almost signed one of those boards, Tony Hawk. Really? Yeah, because I kept looking at your autograph next next to mine as I was going oh, to sign okay, it. Okay, you're bringing that up, so I'm just gonna grab one. Do you want me to? I'm always going to test the cripple. Yep. Yes, I am. I'm so over the limp. That's that's my I, I I'm enjoying skating, and I'm proud of how far I've come. You should be. But the limp that I have to endure yeah. when I walk sucks so bad that I I'm just going to work on that now. It looks. Can I say this might help you out? It looks really cool. When you fall off after doing a ride of like some pretty good it stuff. It doesn't feel cool at all. And then when you get up and you're like, uh, uh, and I'm like, he <laughs> can't even get up. He just did like I a- I tried to explain. I tried, he did like a frontside tail slide and then you I, couldn't I, get up off the ground after I tried to fell. explain to someone yesterday because they're like, I just think you were skating too early. I go, look, I understand that perspective and, and I'm sure that I, I probably should have waited a little bit to start skating. But when I skate, I'm not- doing a motion with my legs that I've got to, you know, put one and, and like I can, I can sort of distribute my weight evenly and sometimes a little bit here and there, but it's not like walking, yeah. falling. Sure. But, but most of my falls are, <coughs> are premeditated. People don't know that you skateboarding the level that you're doing it right now is easier than you walking. Like a lot it's, of people I mean, think, dude, you're is. flying in the air. That's dangerous. But, I know that you're doing a fucking two foot backside air. Yeah. Your leg doesn't work, but your yeah, brain's yeah. like, dude, I piss two foot backside airs, okay? Yeah. yeah. There's, a, there's a great disparity too with, I can do, like, like that, I can do backside airs, I can do um, lip slides, tail slides, stuff like that. But, but like I went up on the mini ramp and contemplated a blunt to fakie. Yeah. And it was like, there's, I couldn't even get into it. Right. It was so frightening Good. and so scary. Yep. Um, and the same with just doing ollies on the ground. Like that is one of the most frightening things. Because I'll tell you what, the impact other day, on your leg, right? Yesterday, I forced myself to do a sweeper. It took me almost an hour. I'm trying to understand which part is the pain. Cause is it when you try it's, to lift your front leg it's, up? It's my front leg. So no, it's my front leg. I can get into the sweeper all day. Okay. But, but the idea that I'm going to jump. And all your weight all back my weight's gonna okay. be on the front leg. Isn't that I'm coming in? Don't you feel that on the lip side? Because when I saw the lip side, I was like, "Whoa, dude! I you have to lean up. on your front." <clears throat> no, because my my I, I kind of got a light foot technique when I come in. I don't put a lot of pressure on. I just put enough on the wheels to clear my back wheels. Yeah. So it's not like I'm fully committed to my front foot. Yeah. But a sweeper is like your foot's out in a tail drop position. Yeah. And you're jumping on it before. Do you know what I mean? You're not jumping on it to tail. You're jumping on it on the way down. I don't know. It just, it, it, it was, it was, it was more of a mental obstacle yeah. to overcome. It took me, it took me like 20 tries yesterday. I'm out here all alone trying sweepers on the quarterback. You cup camming yourself again, you fucking <laughs> no, no, maniac? No. They were working. Okay, somebody was there. People were like coming in okay, and out. Good. And they're like, what are you doing? I'm trying to learn a sweeper. <laughs> I'm trying to do I can't wait. <laughs> this is going to be the best pocket when you get a little bit better and you're like as good as me. <laughs> and, and then you gonna, and I are like. Be a while. I don't know if I ever will. Oh, be. fuck off. <laughs> you and I will I do be at one point. We'll be, like, we'll be like, fuck, you know, we're doing like, you know, face height. Fuck, I almost made that. I'll be like, me too. We're almost as good. This is awesome. We should both learn um, that uh, fakie to, to uh, blindside fire yes. together. Because yes. you haven't learned that. No. I used to be able to do it. Me too. Well, there we go. That's our next challenge. 
the, the father time I, gods. I do want to say there was something that I said on a podcast a few weeks ago, and it, 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 I, I said it in the wrong context. Basically, I was talking about how I was just trying to get, trying to get my groove back, and I can do like these little tricks for me, scratcher grinds, rock to fakies, stuff like that, little fakie ollies. Yeah. And, and I said, that's not real skating. I meant in the context of what I expect of somebody, myself. Somebody, no, because I felt bad that people were just like, that's not real skating. Like that's, that's what I, that's what I strive to do. That's what I'm doing. And, and it's absolutely real skating. I just meant like in terms of what I'm trying to accomplish and the baseline I'm trying to set for myself. Um, that's not what I'm trying to get to. Yeah. And so I apologize if that sounded flippant. That's all. I'm I'm going to learn something right now. What's flippant? It means you said something that was kind of mean or exaggerated, but in a way that could be taken as like you just don't care. Right. Like you're being a dick and you don't care. It's not it's not just for j- a joke. It's not for comedy. It's because you're just being mean. Right. Well, I didn't take it that way. I, I know. I, whatever. I just had to, I had to get out there. Somebody, somebody sent me a video from uh, the uh, Tony Hawk's gigantic skate park tour. I don't know if you've heard of that, but somebody sent me a video from when we were on television. Yeah. And I'm talking about uh, how fun it is. It's, to me, it's a ride. Skateboarding is like a ride. And I've put enough work in now that when I'm 50, <coughs> I'll still be flying around doing backs it is. And I was like, oh, that's sick. You're like Conor McGregor before you predict these things. <laughs> That's pretty good. But I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna be skating when I'm 50. I'll be doing back sit-ins. I was like, hey, I'm 50, I do back sit-ins. Yeah, little guy, you got it. You were right. <laughs> you <did it>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so pumped on me predicting these things. I was like, he fucking got it. Yeah, I guess I never I never set ultimatums. Uh, you know, and who's and, an old guy that skated in front of you that made you realize that when you get older, you'll be able to do it? Well, it's always mostly been Kevin, because he's two years older than me. But that's not Stop. that much older. Still, yeah, but but also just just that he's at a comfort zone, and he can blast six foot backs at all. He's fucking you know what can. I mean? like that that's, is still. That's, um, but God, but incredible. beyond that, I don't know. I I remember seeing. I was in my twenties, and I remember seeing a photo in Thrasher of Mark Lake, and it was like Mark Lake still ripping at thirty. Right. Okay. So back then, yeah. And I was like thirty. <laughs> But but part of me was like, whoa, that's sick. You can skate at 30. But yeah. the other part of me was like, I'm only a few years away from that. Doesn't seem that crazy. Yeah. Oh, okay. That'd be different. If I mean, I was I was 20. I was in my early 20s. Okay. Probably. So you you could, because if you're early 20s and someone's ripping at 30, you're like, so I could do that. Right. Because you know, father times are going to rip you in half right. yeah. by that amount of time. But yeah. 50 always seemed to me like, like that's you're, you're getting a pension, far. you're retiring or yeah, something. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, yeah. it was fun to be here. Like, that's what I figured <laughs> yeah. 50 would be. I, rem- I remember being on the talk tour. Like, that's what I thought yeah. I'd be talking about. But it's, I, I there was a guy in Australia, in Sydney. When I went up to Sydney to watch some skating or whatever, and there was a guy, I can't remember his name, but, you know, they weren't, they weren't pros in Australia. I was the first real pro that was from Australia. But these guys were the generation before me, and they were fucking good. They were good. And one guy, older guy, Bricky's laborer, which means you're, you know, you build houses and shit yep. for a living, you know, man hands, you know, tough dude, drinks beers all day. And he was 40. And I'll, I'll never forget Mona Vale. We're at Mona Vale ramp. Fuck, I can't believe I know that name. But he could do body jars, like three foot high body jars. Wow. And I was like, Wait, can I skate? I can, I can, if I, if I play my cards right, I can do body jars. I'm better than this guy. So by the time <laughs> I'm 40, I'll probably be able to do like six foot yeah. body jars. Yeah. And my, and I remember he didn't know it, but he had just like unlocked a path of, oh, I'll be totally skating when I'm 40. <laughs> yeah. I also, he's also the man that packed a bong in a, in his car driving to work. So he dropped me off at the train station on his way to work. And on the way to work, he, because ch- in Australia, you chop tobacco with weed. Mm. So he chopped it in his lap, packed a cone in his car while he's stick shift, man. Stick shift. <laughs> and then fucking. <laughs> you you want to go, Jay, before you get on the train? I'm like, yeah, sure. And I'm like, this guy's doing bombers in traffic <laughs> and body jars. Like, no, nothing can stop us. 
<laughs> he made me think that we could go so much wow. further. What a what a role model. Yeah. Yeah, he deserves a name shout out. I'm too fucking punchy to remember it. <laughs> that was- um, there was a guy that uh that would skate at all the parks in Southern California, Bill Dorr. Bill Dorr was I know that name. Bill Dorr was at least in his 60s when we were young. And he kept skating all the parks until I mean, he was like 70 or 80. I remember that. And I remember seeing him in Upland one time. He was, he was definitely in his 60s then. He was in magazines, right? Yeah. yeah. And I remember seeing him in Upland one time and he was walking to the pro shop and his knee pads had come down because it's Upland and it was super rough, gnarly. And he had the, the white skin. You know, mm. when you scrape so deep that it's yeah. just white, it's not even bleeding. Yeah, and the blood hasn't come yet. The blood hasn't come. And he's walking to the pro shop with both of his knees looking like that. And I was like, I don't want to be that old looking like that. <laughs> like, that was my first thought. <laughs> That's what you got from it. But it was just more like, I, he's, he's too old to have that happen yeah. to him. That was my first thought. Just like, you Did can't. you think maybe he might die from that injury? No, no, no. It was okay. just more like, how do you come back from that? It, it was yeah. just, you know, because we dealt with that all the time. And it was a big hassle and we yeah. would never quit skating yeah so we used, used the plastic bags god i can't believe we did that we used i don't even think it did bags. anything it just we've kept, talked it, about it this kept, before it kept the knee pad from rubbing directly on the wound right and also you it allowed skate, you to sweat right but if you skate for a couple of hours which oh, is for sure what you I, did whatever like it was coming off it was coming off yeah. you and i both i remember that just they get they it comes off they get a little deeper they get the hole gets smaller but it gets deeper yeah so it like, craters. Yeah, in, yeah. In, yeah if, in the end, if you play your cards right, you just have especially those deep ones. Those deep ones take forever. Yeah, because you don't. We won't let it heal. So the point yeah. starts to get. It's yeah. like, oh, do you want me to be a crater for, <laughs> yeah. for life? And I'm yeah. like, I think so. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> as long as we can keep skating. Yeah, as, long yes. as, as long as yeah. I'm going to the ranch yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Yes, I think that's a good deal. Okay, we just signed a bunch of these. They're pro- they're already out, but um, we're gonna give some of these away. So there it is. Yeah. If you can't see it, but that red is metallic when you get up close. This is one of the better graphics I've ever seen on a skateboard. Pretty sick. Tim Barron. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. He did my wolf knife skateboard that's coming out too. There we go. Because once I saw him <clears throat> do stuff, I'm like, oh my. Yeah. He's just way better than everybody. So we're going to figure out how to give this away. Yeah. Give, give a few of these away. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. <laughs> I probably should have called somebody. Hopefully they're already sold out and now people are going to be really hyped to get, be getting free ones. Right, because we will if, have a couple to give I'm projecting. away. Just like you projected yourself doing backstairs at 50. Yes. I'm projecting that these are already sold out. Welcome. Hot item. They're already selling on eBay. I, I think they are. For thousands. I, I posted the your photo holding one, and I got a, I got a, a positive response. Positive? Yeah. yeah. A lot of people, it's a weird thing. I feel like I sell a lot of skateboards that go on walls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got to no. Agreed. How many boards are like, yeah, that one, what's the width? No one's really asking me that. It's just like, no. Is your autograph on it? I'm like, yeah. I, I feel like the ones that are autographed are, are the ones that are, they're going to go on walls. Yeah. That are collecting. I don't know. Maybe, maybe someone's just like, not want that one. I want that graphic. I don't care if you signed it. Yeah. I'm riding it. I respect that. I respect that too. That's I know, right? cool. Yeah. I would kind of <laughs> do that. I feel it'd be hard not to. If it was a good board, it'd be hard not to. <laughs> So what else is happening? I did uh, stand up at the comedy store where you have to, people say words and you have to make up jokes on the word. So I was. You mean it's, it's improv? Yeah, full improv. It turns out, <clears throat> turns out I'm really good at it. So people just throw you, it's say like whose line is it anyway? It's like people just throwing you ideas. Yeah, 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 and you know what? Because the Jeremiah, the guy that runs it, he mm. is more of an improv guy. Yeah. So when someone would say a word, he would go, you know, like uh, you know, cosmetics, and he's like, imagine if there was a world where cosmetics, you know, and he starts making a whole another world dimension that yeah. involves that word. I'm more, you know, someone say grinder, and I'm like, my grinder right now says, you know what I mean? Like, and everyone's like, wait, you have it? I'm like, yeah, look, this guy thinks I'm famous. He wants to blow me. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it did well. It did well. well. That seems that <laughs> seems a little slanted in your favor if someone's yelling grinder. For there the was audience, a couple so. of fans out there okay. in the crowd for sure. They but there were other random ones. Random ones though. Oh yeah, yeah. Hell, hell, there was a Euro guy. They're just he, throwing you bones for your comedy bits. It, uh, for my fans, for no, sure, yeah. for sure. But I also, 
on purpose, if you feel like it's your material, you can't say it. You have oh, to. You have to honor the system. Oh, okay, I see. So if someone's like, someone was like, you they know, say, don't do your material. Yeah. Okay. Someone was like, you know, uh, anal, and I'm like, I have a whole thing on anal. I can't do it. Uh, you know, pick another one. It's some Euro guy. Pick with, another one. Some Euro guy that he just flew from Sweden into America and had an argument with his wife. So he said, I'm just going to leave and you can stay in the hotel. And he just went to Hollywood and then walked into the comedy store. And then here he How is. How do you in the, know this backstory? Because he told me. <laughs> so weird. And he had sunglasses on. That was what I'm like, why is that sunglasses? My wife, she takes prescription. I have, these are all I have. <laughs> he, said some, he said something about Australia. And then I went in on him. Because he was like, oh, something, something Australian. I was like, oh, you trying to come at me, Euro boy? I'm like, you realize that you guys invented rollerblading? Yeah, he is exercising. Like, started <laughs> oh frying God. him for being a whatever. Yeah. But then afterwards, he came up and was like, man, you're the funniest guy there. And I was like, thanks, you're a guy that's getting a divorce in America. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, but it was really because there's a lot of pressure. I'm like, I don't fail, you know, don't don't be the worst person here. Don't, you know, be be good because these people don't know who you are. And if you do well, they'll have you back. And I just halfway through, I was like, oh, man, this is. I, I thought maybe I'd be okay at it, but I didn't know that I'd be this good at it. I'm like, this is one time. If I did this a lot, I think I could, like I found stuff, somebody brought up a thing and I started telling a story and I'm like, oh, I'll be, I'll be taking that and I'll be mastering that and making it part of my material. So it's like, the more I get to do that stuff, the the better I get. That is a really specialized skill though, to be able to to go off the cuff, especially as something happens in the audience. Right. And, and this is pressure because yeah. it's this whole room and they go, you know, hospitals. And you're like, yeah. go mouth, go, you know, because if you go, oh, I don't really like that one. To me, I was like, I'm not saying I don't really like that one because it's like you haven't A lot of people it. shut him down. Fuck yeah. Weird. One guy, I love the guy, but he shut down like five or six at the very start and I was like, dude, you know, you're going down and he was going down. Yeah. And then he flipped it and, and but these are like, these are comics this is their job. Right. Their respect. I hear people say, man, so-and-so is going to be huge right now. And I'm like, okay. And I went on. Maybe I wasn't better. I was as good. Right. Personally, I was way better. <laughs> I was way better. And I'm like, man, if you're way better than him and he's Especially like- Especially according to Euro guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, he knew what was up, obviously. <laughs> Euro guy is very smart. Fuck. Euro guy. <laughs> I, remember, I remember Axel, uh, Lizzie's husband, Axel, he's from Belgium. And we were talking about something. He's like, you guys always say it's so Euro. Do you guys, do you have any idea how offensive that is? You know, like how many yes, countries that's why are in Europe? Yes. I know. But that's ridiculous. the whole point. Yeah. <laughs> I called somebody haagen for 20 years. <laughs> oh my God. And he was Swedish. And he's like, it's German. And I'm like, shut up, haagen Who cares? And he would always react to it. So I when haagen all- came out, we were in Germany. And we're like, what does it mean? He goes, it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> It, Wait, it doesn't. It's, it's not even just, words. No, it, it's just like a name. Oh, okay. But it's it like we all thought it. You know, come on, tell us. Like we, th- we kept thinking he was keeping a secret from us. Like, no, what is it? And he's like, no, it's just racist ice cream. It's just, it's just <laughs> words that work as sounds. It's fine. Does that mean that there's a guy out there named <clears throat> Hagen Daz? I don't know. Because I bet you that. Do guy you remember when? Weights. Remember the VW commercials of Farfignugan? Farfignugan. Yeah. What the? I don't like that word either. So we kept saying that at the on the same trip. We ever see VW go Farfignugan, and finally uh, the guy that was driving us, he wasn't really talking to us very much. And he's like, "Why do you guys keep saying this, Farfignugan? Why do you keep saying the love of driving?" <laughs> oh. That's what it meant. And we go, "Oh, we didn't know what it meant. Uh, we just knew it was a VW." It sounds commercial. way better in English. <laughs> Sorry, Farfignugan sounds like you're. Yeah, we just thought it was a VW commercial. We don't know. I love how you drove him insane <laughs> by did. just saying it we over and over tortured, again. Dude. Like if someone was put in charge of a Bones Brigade tour and they were the other ones had to drive around Europe, they were just tortured. Did they? Was there ever somebody that was in charge of the bus that became a part Down. of? Yeah, because I feel like on the Hawk <clears throat> tour, there was at least yeah, one well, uh, bus driver where we were cool with him. We like lo- one guy him. that ran the. Um, the Pal was uh, Pal headquarters in Europe was was in Amsterdam. And the dude that ran the warehouse, he became our driver, Dennis. He was cool. Okay. He was he was down for whatever and ridiculous. And we would all when we go to Amsterdam, we would stay at his house. 
Oh, we shit. just stay in his apartment. No hotels. No. I... Interesting. No, that was that was later on for birdhouse stuff. <laughs> Not pal. Okay. For birdhouse stuff, I would go because because they ended up distributing birdhouse too, even though it was minimal. But when we would go on tour or to like the Munster contest, and we would go to Amsterdam to go visit the company, we didn't have money for a hotel. So me okay. and Fraser, I remember me and Fraser would stay with Dennis at his house. Sick. On school streets, school streets. It's funny. When I went to Munster, when I got fifth in the World Cup, I slept on uh, in Wade Spy on Wade Spy's room on the on the carpet. He was on Pal. No, not that. Nah, nah. I was on Planet Earth, and Planet Earth didn't have the money to pay for me to go, so I bought a ticket and <coughs> slept on people's floors. And I don't remember thinking there was anything wrong with that at all. Oh, shoot. Mike like, Fraser, I remember thinking Mike I was living to- it get his way to contests and just sleep outside. He would have sticker packs. He was on another level. He would have sticker packs and he'd like, this is Sell a $20 sticker pack, yeah. $10 sticker pack. Yeah. And he'd be at the front of the contest and I'm like, duh, broke. Like, oh, how's that work? Like, I don't get it. I'm just going to go get a beer off somebody and sleep on the floor. Like I never was an entrepreneur in any way. And he was always- You're not a go-getter. No, not in that part, no. Yeah, Mike was a go-getter for sure. Yeah, it was impressive. <laughs> Speaking of- uh traveling to Europe um, and hardships. We, so Kathy and I went to Morocco. Yeah. And as we got there, something came up and we had to turn around and come, come home. And it was such a bummer. Just something out of, out of our control. We had to, basically we landed there at night. The next day we found out like, oh, we got to go home. And then- Is everything the okay? Flight. Yeah, it was fine. But it was just, it just had to be done. And so we got there. We got there, spent the night, booked a, tried to book a flight the next day for the next morning. Couldn't get a flight out of Marrakesh where we were. So we got a flight out of uh, Casablanca. And I know this all sounds fantastical and fabulous. We literally got there, stayed in a hotel room, got in a car, drove three hours to Casablanca, checked into a hotel, and left at 4 a.m. Everybody had to go. No, it was just she and I. <clears throat> we, we, we were we were going with a big group. They all did their thing. Oh, okay. We, we had something came up for us. We had to go home. Just, Dying to know bummer. what this it's is. Bummer, but um, oh man. But so Sorry, so man. we saw we saw we went to Morocco. We saw two different hotel rooms, and then I made the driver stop at a skate park in between uh, Marrakesh and, and Casablanca yeah. just because I saw one on the map, and I was like, "Can you stop here? I just want to see a skate park." Yeah. So we rolled up to the skate park. There's one dude skating flat trying to do kickflips younger guy and then kathy and i roll up and i'm just like cruising around and i did i did my first pivot to fagy so that on the quarter pipe yeah. so that was that was like what we did in morocco went to a skate park did the pivot to fagy and the the kid was trying kickflips and i was like hey hey kickflip do one you know i had my I had my phone and he made it and when i shot yeah and then he looked at me he's like yeah and then he took off you don't think he knew who he you didn't were? know. He didn't know who I was at all, which was awesome because yeah. it just we just shared that moment. Yeah, like, it was cool. Yeah. And then uh, I put it out on. I'm if people are watching this and they've seen it, I put it on Instagram. Just like that, we stopped at the skate park and I filmed this kid doing a kickflip and, and whatever. And everyone's asking like, "Did he know who you were?" I'm like, "No, he didn't." And they're like, "Ah, oh, he he was pretending he didn't." I'm like, no, I promise you, didn't. Yeah, nah. And then he you finally, know. his friends saw it, all told him, like, "Dude." Tony Hawk filmed you doing it. <laughs> yeah, and then um, so then he commented on on the, the video and and whatever, and, and it's, it was funny because his his name is Anna A N A. Yeah, and I I could tell that it was just the the lost in translation barrier, but basically his username was A N A seventeen, and so it just looks like anal. Nice. And then it says it, it says XX ANA seventeen XX. Oh wow! He's so it, like a, so it looks like it's like a porn tag. It looks like a porn tag. <laughs> totally, this poor kid. I was like, it's like nice to meet you, bro. You might want to consider using a different username. <laughs> Get the X's out of there, and then, dude. And then he finally changed it. I think he figured it out. But um, but ever since then, he's been asking for free skateboards. <laughs> he got one time you can ask. I'll give you one, but don't ask again when he doesn't. <laughs> I give can't it well, to you. I, but I it, to, to send skateboards to Morocco is a I tall know. order. That's just not. Yeah, people in Australia want <clears throat> Hawk versus Woodboard. I'm like, 
buy it. <laughs> not mailing it. Like, you think I'm made of money, man? I can't do that. You know, getting recognized, speaking of that, when I did that comedy show and the Euro guy was telling me that I was the funniest guy, Annie Letterman walks over and I see her and I'm like, oh shit, Annie Letterman. She's like, hey, how you doing, babe? I'm like, good. Do you go up or are you about to go up? I was like, just went up. All right, cool. Have fun. I'll see you later. I'm like, I'm fucking in comedy. <laughs> like, pretty sick. This, I don't know her and she now knows me. Hey, did you do good? I'm like, yeah, well, let's talk about comedy. And then off she goes. I'm like, I'm a fucking comedian. This is a fucking comedian's <laughs> life right now. Like, she didn't say hello to this guy. What are you still like, doing hanging out? <laughs> yeah, in this ghetto. Yeah, no, I'm definitely too cool for a fucking skate. Or are you just, you're just, you're just trying out new material. Is that what this is for? <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm I just the, hang out with you to get skateboard I'm the test jokes. demographic. Yeah. 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 Cool. No. Good to know. Stop. <laughs> I don't care. If, I don't what do you mean you don't are. care? I'm not. I'm, <laughs> now you're making me try to talk my way out of it, which sounds like a, I don't need to talk. I love this. Yeah, I only I, do things I love. You know? Yeah. Even tomorrow's Father's Day and I'm taking my daughter to buy her first car. Is that the ultimate Father's uh, Day? It's pretty good. No, but it's pretty cool. Yeah. Like I kind of actually really That's like cool. it. cool, yeah. yeah. I'm stoked. And I got my son an e-bike because I don't know. What, to balance it out? I don't, yeah, because I think he sensed it. He was like, you know, my e-bike broke, Dad. And I was like, oh, man, that's a bummer. And he's like, yeah, Mom said maybe you could get me one. I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> because you have connections or just because you're the dad that should be doing that? Mm -hmm. It's that. Yeah. I don't want to make it look, she's awesome. And she does so much that every now and then it'd be good if dad did something. And she knows that I get off on it. Yeah. yeah. She's all, she's not yeah. doing it because she doesn't want to pay for it. She's doing it because it's like, if you buy, you, I know you want to buy Devin her first car. You don't want my husband to, you want, you, you want to. And I'm like, yes, that is correct. I wasn't yeah. going to argue, but I would way rather be the person that gets her first car. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm excited about it. And I'm excited about her choice. It's not like stupid. She's like, I'm looking at these secondhand cars yeah. and this money. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought for sure I was going to have to argue with you about yeah, that's super how tricky. you can't and, and have I know, yeah, a fancy that, car when you first get a car. When all of our boys, each one, when they turned 16, um, you know, 16, 17, it was always like, do they think we're just going to get them like a Range Rover or right. something? That's, that's just, what I thought. That's just, I thought she was going to say not, Range Rover. And I was like, <laughs> It's Absolutely not. 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 Yeah. If your car's worth more than my car, this is not cool. <laughs> yeah. No, they were all actually, it, it all, it, it, there was some um, lucky timing in that, like when one of, uh, one of my kids turned 16, I had to deal with Mini. Oh, okay. And Mini is owned by BMW. So I got like a super, you know, uh, uh, super discount. That would be even, an even cooler flex to, on a basic one. Yeah. And then when, like when Calvin turned 16, I did a big promotion with Cadillac and just one off. I went to their racing thing. I, yeah. I told you that where I went to their whole yeah. racing. Um, and then I got a connection through there and then I got one at cost. Cadillac it's SUV. Like way cheaper. At cost. Way cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. So <sighs> I felt, I felt very lucky. In that I thought about pulling Bucky Lassick flex because Bucky hooked us up with Subaru for my wife, but it wasn't like, cost or anything but yeah. it was a little bit cheaper and i was like i could flex on that but she's like i don't really want a subaru and i'm like okay <laughs> yeah i know it's a, it's a, a that's the other thing it's just kind of like well you know what we did was we just we bought him as a gift okay so it wasn't they weren't really involved in the scenario okay um one of them was because he wanted to just use one and he just was like yeah you want to use a car sure okay right. <clears throat> um but riley's first car was a, was a prius and it's a smart per person's purchase. I, someone sat on it, like sat on the trunk or the hood or something. And then um, I'll never forget this because uh, it wouldn't latch and the light would stay on and then it would kill the battery. Oh, man. So his battery was always dead. It was, a new, was it a new one? It, it, no, it was used, but it was, it was, you know, in good condition. We didn't fix the <clears throat> latch? Just let it burn out every day. Yeah, couldn't figure it out. And also, and also, he lost he lost the key to it, so it was in it. The key was in the car. Couldn't find it. 
tore it out. So it was, it, it was a disaster. So you could never lock it. What's that? He could never lock it. No, my my sister actually ended up buying it for her son, for my nephew, um, and she fixed it. Right. Yeah, I, I don't know. New ones are crazy. The way people drive Los Angeles, it's like you're gonna get hit. You know, like my wife, the Subaru. Two people hit her car, parked out the front of my house. Oh my god! Just like big grind on the side of it. I'm like, she got somebody backed into the golf cart yesterday. I wasn't there, thank God. Oh my god! But Katie went to the store in the golf cart, and I guess a older guy was backing out, and he didn't know what he was doing. And at one point, he'd come to a complete stop and wasn't going anywhere. And Katie had music on. She listens to like really obnoxious metal shit. So she's got metal blaring in this golf cart and this guy just puts it in reverse and backs up and she doesn't know where the button is in time. He oh. just hits her. Oh, damn. And she gets out. like, what the fuck are you doing? The old man's like, oh, I didn't see you because your car's so small. It's like, what the? That's not a fucking excuse. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently they had it out with each other. <clears throat> I was like, I'm just happy that I wasn't there because he's like four houses down. I'm like, you don't want to know me. <laughs> oh, man. Especially if you hit my wife. In the golf cart. Yeah. I don't, I have, I don't want to say it. Just better not, just rather not meet him at all. <laughs> he also stole some of my meat too. What? I get meat, stay classy meats. It's like grass fed meat sponsored by him and they send me meat like every month, a, yes. a cooler of meat. Yes. It's fucking good stuff. One time says, Your meat's delivered. I'm like, Where? It's not here. And then my ex sent a package for Devin to the house. Also, they're not there. And because my ex runs a tight ship, she goes, oh, I know exactly where it was delivered because I've got some tracing thing. And I go, oh, so it's that house. And I go over there and I'm like, hey, man, you got a bag. It's a, it's a, I don't want to, it's a bag of women's stuff. Okay. So he ain't using it. Yeah. And I'm like, you got a bag that was delivered? Oh, yeah, I do. And I'm like, mother, you got some trust in my tampons, motherfucker? <laughs> like, are you serious, dude? You for sure got that meat. I know you do. So I think whatever gets to his house, he just takes it. Oh, you mean because it gets delivered to him by accident? Yeah, but he takes oh, okay. it anyway. I thought you were saying he was actually like stalking, staking oh, no. out your house and taking stuff. That would be the dumbest thing anyone's <laughs> ever done. Well, that's what it sounded like, yeah. so… But, he, but still, like you've had packages come and they don't have your your name on it, oh, and you don't yeah. take it. No. You don't take it. What is that? No, you never know when you'll need some tampons. I'm like you, I'll shove them up your ass. <laughs> but also, it's got your like your name. You know, generally names usually around. I don't know. Yeah, no, <laughs> I don't know the name. My name. You, is names, I was so. gonna say I don't know my neighbors. <laughs> One time recently, I did a Jason Ellis show, and there's people parked in my driveway. The show ends and I'm like, okay, see you later. And they go to get in their car and there's a yellow Corvette parked across my driveway. And I'm like, what the fuck? What? And then a lady comes out. She's like, hi, hi. Look, I parked across your driveway because my sprinklers are on and I don't want to get my car wet. Is that okay? And I go, nah. <laughs> nah, mate. She's like, no. And I'm like, nah, mate. Yeah, no. I was like, no, it's not. I'm, we, you're blocking us from leaving my house. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I'm like, she hates me now because I wouldn't let her block me into my own house to avoid sprinklers. Yeah, you're mean. Thank you. <laughs> you're not a good neighbor. No. You don't love thy neighbor. No. <laughs> no. No. Not, not at all. Not but me. if a bunch of people attacked their house and were robbing them, I would beat them all up. I've, I caught a guy right after he toilet paper in my house what the f wait recently no this is years ago um we were uh i went <clears throat> what happened i left the house went to go pick up my son yeah. um who was at a friend's house and not that far away but you know, 15 20 minutes away and then we pulled up and there's toilet paper everywhere and and it was crazy because the other boys had all kinds of friends over like the house was bustling of people coming in and out and whatever. And I was like, since I left to pick you up, it's got toilet paper. Like what? And then I saw this car that was in a weird place on the street. Clearly it was the dude yeah. that had just done it because he just got in his car. And I could tell he was kind of frozen like, oh shit, they're home. 
And then he takes off real fast. And so I chase him. Oh, yes. <laughs> so I'm chasing him through the, and he's hauling ass. Through, and, I'm, and I'm like, this is so stupid. Yeah. Because now we're you still going for it. How far? Like, going you- because he turned right, he turned into it. He turned right. And I knew that was a cul-de-sac. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, that guy doesn't know where he's going. Yeah. He's just trying to get away. Yeah. So then I blocked him. Yeah. And I was like, dude, <laughs> what are you doing? And Spencer, my Did son. Did you get out? Yeah, well, I well, explained. So Spencer, my son, was in the passenger seat and he's kind of freaking out because he's just like, what was that guy? I go, Spencer, you just toy paper house. He's not like a criminal, you know. Yeah. He doesn't have a gun on him or anything. Right. Um, but I'm angry. Yeah. You know? Yeah, gonna get put in check. I right just want now. him to go clean it. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> I got the guy. Yeah. And so then we we pull up and I block him. <clears throat> he, he finally he discovers this cul-de-sac. He goes around this cul-de-sac. And then I come in sideways and block him. Yeah. And then he's like just sitting there staring at me. So I go to get out of the car. And then he goes up on the curb and drives on the sidewalk and goes around me. Oh and takes my off. God. Like desperate Desperate mode. to get out. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't face Tony Hawk in the, in the toilet paper incident. <laughs> that was like, that was like 2015 maybe. Did you ever do that when you were a kid? No. Because my son and his friends, he talks about, toilet papering people's houses and I'm like I, I remember fun we went, doing that we went doorbell ditching what's when doorbell I was little, ditching when you run off and you hit the door and ding, ding dong and then take off yeah. I mean it it's living it was 70s I was like that was the thing to do as a kid but okay. I remember did you ever put a like, shit in a bag on fire no we didn't okay. do that one that but I remember good. feeling like we're so like we're in so much trouble yeah you know what I mean yeah. and, and then I didn't want to do it again but nowadays if you did that dude you're gonna get arrested you know what I mean like Oh yeah, I'm just saying. Like t- now, it just feels so much more dangerous if people are approaching your house and there's cameras and it's just like, don't bother. People shoot those BB guns at people. They shoot BB guns at people. Drive by BB gun shootings <laughs> to like pretend they're, you know, even so dumber. Dumb. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Wait. What were we talking about? Toilet papering people. Oh. Yeah. So I never really did that, but. There were houses that just got it all the time. Why did they get why? I don't know. What's the because they, they got deal. marked whatever like or or they're just someone's kid, kid is like okay yeah, 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 yeah. stuff like that. Right. Um, but but I got the guy's license plate, and then I called and I was like I got the license plate and they're like yeah there's not a whole lot we can do because it's not yeah. like it's you know it's it's not a felony it's not really. A, a big crime and yeah. we can't go knocking on a door because you got a license plate. And I was yeah. like, oh, I got it, whatever. That's it? <laughs> That's it, yeah. It was- yeah, what happens when you get someone's license plate? Can you go to their house? Well, no, you... <gasps> Sorry. You, uh, you would have to have someone run it through the system. You'd have to have someone, like an authority, right. like DMV. Or we can't do that, right? No. Okay. Because sometimes I feel like, because I drive really badly and, and I really don't like it when people tell me to slow down. That's an immediate double finger right there. <laughs> <laughs> like the other day I was going down a side street and the guy gets out of his car and goes, I was like, fuck off, you fucking idiot. Go as fast as I fucking want to. Like, it'd be different if there was like a kid's crossing or something. I'd be like, okay, but there's no one there. Shut and my car just sounds loud. But people can, I mean, definitely if you're on the freeway and you, it, it feels like you're driving dangerously, or you're a menace or whatever, they can call you in while you're on yeah, the freeway. And, right. That's different. Yeah. I'm just saying when someone tries to be uh, <coughs> a prude, because you can't, I wasn't breaking the law. My car sounds loud and I wasn't doing like 10 mile an hour. I was doing like 30. And he's like, slow down. I'm like, get a fucking life, jerk off. You know what I mean? And then he's like, seriously, dude. And he looked at the back of my car. My plate says, nah, mate. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, read it and weep. Not, don't tell me what to do, man. I don't like that. One time on, on a birdhouse tour, we were driving. I'll never forget. Our last demo was in St. Louis. Yeah. And everyone, we've been on the road for like six weeks, just all traveling in one van, all staying in the same hotel room. And we're like, let's go. Let's go home. St. Louis. And then Jeremy Klein was like, I'll drive through the night. Okay, let's go. So Jeremy drove all night. To, so he, we got to Texas. And then I took over. Um, so then I'm driving. 
I'm, I'm probably six or seven hours into the drive. He drove until the sun came up. And then he's like, okay, I'm done. It's sunny out. And so the sun's out. Oh. And so then he just pulls over, like literally on the freeway. And then I get in the passenger seat. I get in the driver's seat because I was sleeping. And that's my turn. And then we're somewhere near Albuquerque. <clears throat> uh, and this dude was like, this one dude's in the fast lane, truck's in this lane, and he's just blocking all traffic. So I'm just kind of, I'm getting close to him, not tailgating necessarily, but I'm getting close enough to him like, dude, you know, this is a roadblock. Yep. Like, get over. They don't care. <clears throat> and, I'm in, and like, I'm punchy too. I'm driving. We slept in the car all night. I've right. been driving the last seven hours. I'm, I'm just trying to get home. Yeah. No, actually, we, were we had one more demo. So we're going to go one demo in Phoenix. We're driving straight to Wait, you to drove that. for like t 12 hours and, and then do a demo? Yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was uh, added at the last minute. They're like, oh, on your way home, can you stop in Phoenix? And skate? Are you guys bummed when on. you get that call? What's that? Do you guys, the team, get bummed with that call? They're like, yes, another I demo. I think at that time we were charging $400. For the whole team to do yeah. a demo. Yeah, so they're like, oh, we got, we got, we, we're having a demo. If you guys show up, we'll pay you. Yeah. I'm like, let's go. How many people are doing the demo? Five. So like 80 bucks. Yeah, well, I, I always You have, guys are like comedians. <laughs> I always have one amateur. <laughs> So the pros got a hundred <laughs> and then basically it was Willie, Jeremy and um, usually Steve Barra or Paul Zitzer. Okay. So those guys got a hundred bucks and then the other money went to gas and food and hotel. Got it. One hotel room. But anyway, uh, so finally this guy gets over and he's like, ah, you know, yelling at me because he's, I don't know, because he, he thinks I'm bullying him. And I was like, dude, I just, yeah. it's just the flow of traffic. Yeah, we're like, just trying to go and you're blocking yeah, everything. Yeah. And then five minutes later, three cop cars are pulling me over. Oh my God, he made up a story about you. Yeah, and then he pulls up behind them. To, to encourage you? Yes. And then he pulls up behind them and he's like, he's driving like a bat out of hell. He's going crazy. He's tailgating. He's passing on the side. I was like, dude, what? And the cop comes over and he's like, uh, this guy says you're doing this, this, this. I'm like, no, he was blocking. And he's like, well, let me see, you know, and then he's obviously already on edge because we're a bunch of dirty skaters in a van. And so he's, and he's like, where are you coming from? And I was like, St. Louis. Yeah. He's, what do you mean? He goes, well, we've been driving all night. He's like, I want you to pull up on the next off ramp and go get a cup of coffee. What's that got to do with anything? Because he thinks that I was driving all night right. and that I'm delirious and sleepy. Yeah. And I was like, I'll do that. Okay. And he's no, like, I, I have called every, I've called every cop from here to the Arizona border. And if you are going one mile over the speed limit, you're going to jail. And I was like, okay, sounds good. Thank you, sir. I would want to beat that van guy <laughs> so bad. So we were late to our demo in Phoenix. Yeah. God. Citizen Zanus. I got put in a holding cell in Georgia for speeding. How, wait, how fast were you going I, over I the limit? Going, no, it was, um, I'm going to never forget. Steve Bear and I were uh, driving. We were doing these little like mini ramp demos. And um, we were coming from, we were coming from Kona. So we were doing demos in Florida. It was so weird. It was, there was like this, this band that had a mini ramp behind them and they were paying me and Christian and Omar, I think, yeah. to, to skate while they played. Okay. But then we realized quickly that they weren't paying us most of the time because they weren't actually getting the money from the clubs. That were, the whole thing was super sketchy. Yeah. <clears throat> so I only did a couple. And then we went to a Kona contest. And then Steve Bear and I were going on to something else I think we were meeting up with um, a birdhouse tour. That's, that was it. So we left that to go to a birdhouse tour. So we rented a Geo Metro in nice. Jacksonville, yeah. one way, to Atlanta. And then we were meeting up in Atlanta to meet the birdhouse team. And then uh, on the way, the speed limit was 65. I think it was going 75. And I got pulled over. And the, the cop was like, he looks at my eyes and he's like, oh, yeah, you're out of state. Yeah, you're gonna have to come to the, to the station. So why? He goes, well, I can't write you a ticket if you're out of state. That's not true. And I was like, well, what? 
and he goes, and and uh, you're gonna have to <clears throat> pay cash. Are you getting rolled right now? Like that's not goes, real. <clears throat> you had to like in order to pay a fine. They said you need a cash or a money order. And I was just like, what? And then we go, and I, I realize as we go, like I don't have cash, and I don't, I don't have mail order, or whatever. Like I don't, I don't have money order. Like what am I gonna do? And so we get there, and I'm like, Steve, here's my ATM card. Go get money. Like here's my code. Go get money because I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. And and if I don't have money, like they might they might stick me here overnight. Yeah. So they go, they stick me in a holding cell. I went 10 miles, for 10 miles over the speed limit. Yeah. And then um, I'll never forget when I went in, luckily no one else was there. And I remember hearing the clerk go, yeah, it's pretty slow tonight. So bring in kids from out of state. And then this guy was like, I'll never forget. It was Tift County, Tift County, Georgia. And he's like, yeah, well, that's what happens in Tift County when you're speeding. I was like, what? You go to jail? And then uh, he finally wrote up my ticket. And luckily, Steve... It took him a while. I was probably in there an hour or so. It's a long felt trip like a to long the ATM. Time. Yeah. And then he, because he kept going to different ones and they weren't working. Oh, they, you know, back fuck. then, like not all the ATMs were yeah, interconnected. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he had to go to one that had my yeah. whatever system. It was so ridiculous. Then he came with cash and then we paid cash and we left. How much money was the ticket? I don't know. Like 200 bucks, 200 bucks. What do you think the real reason is there? Like, is, they, is that guy got a scam where he brings people in, gets the cash and keeps it? Why do you imprison a, a man oh, for speeding? You know, when it's like just down yeah. the road, you don't. Or another officer, you don't do that. <laughs> I told you, remember I had a turbo Porsche and I got a gun pulled out on me in Hollywood. I, I get it. I look stupid. But the car, I guess I was going through side streets because I used to live up there. And I got off the airport, so I was like de- de- trying to come home late at night. And I was going through those stop signs where instead of coming to a full stop, I slow down, there's no car, keep going. So I guess there's a cop that's following me and he's on some other side street trying to keep up with me. And he can't keep up with me because I'm driving like an asshole. Like, I get it. I'm an asshole. <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to argue that. He finally catches up to me. And it's like, like a beer, like a beer. And I'm like, easy, dude. Like, I just pull over because... I didn't feel like I was driving erratically. That's just how I drive. Yeah. I was just cruising leisurely, which is offensive to most. So uh, he gets the gun out. He's like, hands in the air. I'm like, I'm like, dang, dude's getting serious. And then I look back and I'm like, really, dude? Like, really? You're doing that to me? Wow. Like, Keep fucking hands on the steering wheel or whatever. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, where'd you get the car? I'm like, I bought it. And he's like, no, you didn't bullshit me. And I'm like, hey, man, I know I look like a shithead, but I bought this car, all right? And and then he's like, show me the license and registration. And I'm like, okay. And uh, he goes away and he comes back. And as he comes back, another cop drives past oh. and he gives the, the nod to the other cop. And the cop's like, cool. And he goes, see that guy? I go, yeah. He goes, that guy would have ruined your life for what you did in front of me. But I'm gonna do you a favor and let you go with a warning, and and I'm like, you were gonna shoot me, <laughs> and oh now you're gonna God. let me off with a warning because I think he felt bad because it came back that I actually do own the car, and he's like, what, what, how, you know? And I'm like, I know, I know, it, it's not. I haven't always been, a, you know. I mean, I, I, I do work, you know. I do stuff that is not criminal, you know. I just, I just pictures calm down. I used to get pulled over when I was 16 because I looked like it was That's different. 12. Because you for sure look like you're, you yeah. don't have a license. For sure. No. Yeah. Yeah. All you guys, dude. Cab. Whenever I look at you old guys when you were young guys, I'm like, were you pro at eight? Because <laughs> you look so little. You're little. Now it seems like it's kind of a regular. Like there's a new era of you guys now. Like I think my era. I know Dom Kekic from Australia. Yep. He was one. He was a little guy yep. that had big man tricks. Yeah. I'm like, this guy's gonna be gnarly. Seems like now I see so many little people doing stuff. I don't even know who they all are because there's so many of them. Some kid Colin does like fucking eight foot backside ollies. Oh yeah, I seen that guy. I'm like, what the yeah. fuck, dude? He's like fucking three foot yeah, high. That guy is 
insane. Insane. Yeah. Like to have that little and to go that high with the yeah, the body saw, power that I you gotta, have. What what is that guy's name? It's incredible. I want to say he's from. He's like Japanese and German. Is that what or, it is? Or, yeah, or or German and Brazilian. He's he's got dual nationality. Okay. Um, and I don't know where all that footage is from. It's incredible. But the last one I saw where he did he did four gnarly perfect setup airs. Yeah, and into then a backside all. That's what I saw. Into yeah. a fucking monster. Yeah, and like, how little he is. Like 11 foot. Power to weight ratio. Yeah. It's like a 20 foot backside ollie right. on a mega ramp for me. Because that's what it looked like yeah. for his size to be that high. We got to find that dude. Yeah. He DM'd me, I think, one, like, or sent me a video of him doing a double air walk to Fakie. I saw that. Because he had so much freaking time. Yeah, just like, I saw that. Rant, rant, rant. <clears throat> and that's actually, that was a game, a, a video. Sorry, that was a trick in our video game. If you do an air walk for so long, you end up doing it like back and forth. Nice. And I was like, he's doing it. He's doing the TPS thing. Yeah, that's so funny. Man, I heard uh, Bert Kreischer today on Tiger Belly talking about how he was obsessed with Tony Hawk Pro Skater to the point where he'd be driving down the street and he'd see a rail and be like, oh man, I could totally fucking kick with grind <laughs> yeah. that. And I'm like, I've heard that. You don't skate, but yeah. you have the, like, uh, who was it? Somebody used to, we used to rip off somebody. Who was the guy that was on, he did nose wheelie, a lot of nose wheelie manual rolls with the tuck knee. Scott Oyster? Scott Oster. Scott Oster? Oster style. Look at the fucking handrail. He would like, and somebody quoted him for saying that because he said, we'd be driving in the car and he'd just go, look at the fucking handrail. <laughs> And people just kept saying it to the <laughs> point where it kind of like you're far, the fucking German thing. <laughs> yeah. Like it just kept, I was just like, fucking handrail, look at fucking handrail. <laughs> like I just, it, like it stayed in there for like 15 years. I couldn't help it. Like whenever I, like my wife will do it. She's like, what are you, what are you looking at? I'm like, a handrail. <laughs> she's like, even she knows how old and terrible I am. At, like that I would never ride that rail. She's like, why? And I'm like, there's a bank right there, and you could fucking. If it wasn't me, I could ollie under that and grind away. I love how there's things that just just stuck. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. That one, there was that one pal video where the announcer was like, "Oh my god, he's going off! Oh my god, he's going off!" And then Stacy had that repeating through the part. Oh, and then wow. we, just, we just kept saying it. You kept saying it, or the crowd? We, we just kept saying. It. After okay. that video came out, we're just like, "Oh, someone would be ripping!" Like, "Oh my god, he's going off!" And then at the end, it was, it, he's actually announcing me skating. And he's like, and he's tired. He's got to have a rest. Let me ask you this. Chris Borst, when he said, dude, I can't even subscribe instead of describe. Uh, in Animal Chin? Yeah. yeah. Did he mean that or did he? Is he, did he I don't uh, know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <What is that? laughs> because you don't want to say. That he could potentially be that dumb for a second. You're like, I don't know. He probably had the joke. I'm oh, like, I don't. I, I love Chris Ball, so I don't care. And he knows I love him. But we quoted that for many years because even oh, me. I'm sure that's why they left it in. Oh, because he. I'm sure they left it in because it was so. It was just like, oh, well, he screwed up and just leave it. I thought it was. I was like, skateboarding seems so cool in There's America. There's a scene in Animal Chin where. Um, when Lance does the thing where he's his head's in the ground, yes. <laughs> and and I and I look and I look at him like you're so lame. Yeah. If you look closely, I have these marks on my nose because the night before I walked into a, a screen door. I do remember you having marks on your nose. <laughs> so I I, I I was looking. I was going. I looked up and went and it's just, the screen door scratched my nose like tic tac toe style. Yeah. And then that next day, it was like, what the hell? I, I don't I, I don't know. And Stacy's like. Bummer for you. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say real quick, uh, shout out to Paul Schmidt. Uh, I broke my board here the other day, and it was my last board until my- Oh, by the way, you broke it with your knee. Pretty crazy, right? Yeah. Like, I don't think I've ever done that. I also flat spotted all four of my wheels. At, at, on that fall? Yeah. In one quick flick of the wrist, <laughs> that board was completely smoked, every part of it. <laughs> And uh, that was my last board. I called Paul and he's like, oh man, I don't have any right now. And the boards that you ordered, they're not going to be out for another two weeks. And I'm like, ah, oh, okay, man. Uh, you know, it is what it is. And he's like, I, I, you know what? I can make some for you. I'll make a couple for you. And I'm like, really, dude? And then yesterday 
He fucking came over to my house and gave him oh, to me. Oh, wow. Awesome. So I got to set up a board before I got to, like, Paul Schmidt comes he's over. He's the real to, deal. Right? He's the real deal. And then he went to Woodward. He's driving up to oh, Woodward. Yeah. He's and he all skate. Sent me video of, because he told me about there's a vert ramp there that has a resi mat. Yeah. And I was like, really? Is it a, is it a full-size vert ramp? Like, yeah. not a little one? He's like, yeah, I think so. And then yeah. he sent me photos so that I know what Super it looks slippery. like. Right. But I would like to spin some 900s into it. They have a they have a resi and they have a foam pit uh, on both on either side. Yeah. yeah, he showed me the whole thing. But shout out to you, Paul, you fucking legend, <laughs> legend, legend. You're a fucking sick cunt, mate. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> That's the compliment. In Australia, it's a compliment. Sorry, everybody who isn't Australian. But to all the people that are Australian, I get tons of messages from Australia now, which is because so- they think you're American. No. <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> no, your accents in limbo. No, no one says that. Oh, mate, <laughs> you should fucking hear yourself on there. No one said that. That's just people that have hated me before I moved here. Oh, okay, but it's a lot of, um, you know, I followed you in skateboarding, and I, now you're, you know, on the podcast with Tony Hawk, and I'm like, you know me from skateboarding That's in awesome. Australia. That's a really, really long time ago. <laughs> Like, how are you, dude? Like, how's that? <laughs> how are you? Because <laughs> yeah, I, I, like, I feel like I know you. Like, if you knew me back then, we probably knew each other. It wasn't that big, ever. But you, you were here, and then you went back there, and then you came back here, right? Yeah, well, no, it was kind of an off and on thing. Uh, six months here, six months back oh, there, I until I got sponsored by PAL, and they got me an athlete visa. And then once I got the athlete visa, it was... I used to come back once a year for two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then when I had kids and then my dad died, my brother died. And that was kind of like going back to Australia was like, I had a therapist that was like, you know what you should not do for a while? Go home. Right. He's like, it's ruining you. So I took his advice. And then the pandemic came. Now it's like, oh, wait, so Lee listens. Lee, love you, mate. See, like I didn't even know Lee listens to this show. I'm pretty sure it's just because you're here. You don't listen to the Jason Ellis show, do you? <laughs> what the fuck? We're over there doing it by myself. <clears throat> you know, do you want to hear what Tony has to say? I get it. Oh, they're great. Is, our, is this show, you can just watch it from anywhere, right? It's global, man. We're going global. Everybody, Euros, you name it. I get it all. Get messages from everybody saying how great the show is and how it makes them want to skateboard again. That's the one that means a lot to me where there's oh, people awesome. yeah. that are even not skate doing activities. And they're like, I see you and Tony out there, like just never giving up. And I'm like, man, what am I doing? I'm only like 45. These guys are in their fifties. And I'm like, that's all I want before I die. That's all I want. Like that. I did something where I made your life better because you saw whatever I did. I just saw, uh, I just saw a surfer um, tag me in a post that he, he broke his femur. Same. And, and he showed the video of it. He was, do, he was riding a stand-up board and he went, did big off the lip. And when he came down, it came down too hard and broke his leg in the water. So it's not over when you break your leg in the water. You got to yeah. swim with a broken leg. Yeah, and, and I guess they were in a remote area. And there's more waves coming. <clears throat> well, also, yeah, you got to get You got hit waves. by another wave with a broken Many. Oh! Many, yeah. Oh, oh. But he has his homies got him in, but then the where they were surfing was remote. There's no there's no road access, so it sounded like they had to carry him on a surfboard to where an ambulance could get to him. It sounded gnarly. Yeah, it sounded super rough. But um, but he was commenting basically on my progress. So he's like, "Look at Tony was doing this at 12 weeks. He's like, I got 10 weeks to go. Yeah, before I'm doing that again. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, that's cool that he sees it like that because you are the proof. No, I'm I'm excited. It, I the thing that that I don't share is the struggles, and there are many. Like my leg hurts a lot through the day, and sometimes it's super discouraging. And and coming here to skate sometimes, even though I want to do it and I'm compelled to do it, is so daunting and scary. And pushing through that first like 20 minutes is is really hard. I see it, dude. Yeah, but I um I was taking a little break in the last few days because I was I was I was coming regularly and it and it hurt more each time. Yeah, take a break. You know what I mean? Yep. So, but your progress is amazing. 
but yeah, not not such a bad idea to baby it every now yeah, and then. I, know. I get it. I know. Dude, I started training. But then again, I did a sweeper yesterday, so yeah, on chill. A mini ramp. Chill. No, I mean that's huge. It is. <laughs> that's huge. It is. And that is real skating. That's real skating, people. Yeah. You know what he's talking you about when he says it's like, you know, when you when you're a guy that invented the 900, it's hard to get pumped on a sweeper. I, can you imagine that? Like I can't do a 900, but if I could, it'd be hard for me to get pumped on a sweeper. I fucking do 900s. It's weird the stuff that that feels really really scary though. I mean, like last week I did I did a stalefish. Yes, I saw that. Um and that feels pretty good. Like that feels like, you know, the that I I could figure it out. I tested a couple and I was like, oh, I think I got this. Like pondering a sweeper on a mini ramp, a pivot to fakie on a mini ramp yeah. was way scarier. Yeah, because you can't, if it, if it slips off, you're not getting out of it. I can't run. Right. Yeah. That's, I know, that's what I know what's going on here. <clears throat> I know like yeah. nine times out of 10, a pivot to fakie is easy. But every now and then it slips off and you don't know why. And yeah, if yeah. you have his yeah. leg and it slips and it slips off, I just, I can't, you yeah, know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's like, you're like, ah, like, you got to hold it. Like, please watch out on the way down. You're just, you're eating shit to save your leg. Like, I get uh, yeah, it. Yeah, I think I, I would, I'd take the impact everywhere else if I had yeah. to do that. I did a body jar the other day. That was, <laughs> I, I did it, like, I, I did it spontaneously because if I had thought about it, I probably wouldn't have tried it. Because <laughs> I, I was in a, it was the same thing. I did, like, did stale fish and then. I did boards like a fakie and I was like, ooh, got, like, got a little something going. And then I did a little setup air and did a body jar. Yeah. And coming in on a body jar was the most painful trick that I've had. Oh. Because you got to- The weight on the front. Yeah. You got to put everything on the front until the wheels hit. And that was scary, but, but manageable. Do you want <clears throat> to inject yourself with stem cells yet? <laughs> not, not yet. All right. I think I think my problem is that I I don't work out other than skating, and I have to start doing that again. I was doing that before, the last few weeks of my schedule have not allowed that. Yeah. Physio, yeah. physio, yeah. yeah. So it's boring. It's, it's, well, it's, it's monotonous. It hurts. It's lame. I get it. Yeah, but it was also just it was it was literally like I said, you know, we are going to Morocco and I'm, right. I'm going to. To like do a speaking gig in Nashville. Are you going to go back to Morocco or is that Detroit. it? Uh, I, I mean, I, I think that at some point we'll probably Did it look have cool redemption. for a day? It looked amazing, yeah. Uh, I mean, it, yeah, definitely there's, there's a lot of different uh, levels of- Rich and poor? Rich and poor, what you're saying? Yeah. Right, okay. <clears throat> like Beverly Hills where it's just like a bunch of people shitting on themselves in tents and then like seven Bentleys with the same rims going by? Yeah, and we were definitely on a trip that was over the top with how they were doing oh, it. Um, I had to leave, but but it was cool to. It, we did see Casablanca like in in a more raw sense, and that was really cool to see. Where you see the whole, we got to see the hotel, and we saw all the city and big mosque in the distance, and and felt I didn't like, even know that was a place. I thought it was just a movie. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. You're just informing me now that Casablanca Morocco, is a place. Yeah. 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 Wow. It's much more of a business town than a tourism town though. Okay. But the tourism is more the tourism is more beach oriented. Okay. You know what I mean? So it's more like you're going there to stay in the super nice hotels on the beach. So it's pretty upscale. Well, in that sense, yes, but not the city itself. Pretty poor. It's it's pretty rough. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I get the whole uh, body adjustment thing, dude. I've been trying to train for this fight, so now I have a grappling coach and I do striking four days a week with all the other things that I have and the stand-up and, like, staying up late and then getting up and doing grappling. There's a couple of days where I've had, where I'm like, I I don't think it's a good idea that I do anything <laughs> today. Yeah. And Katie's like, you okay? And I'm like, mm-hmm. <coughs> yeah. But I am lying out of my ass. I've been in that... <laughs> I've been in that cold plunge like sometimes 15 times. I'll, I just go in there and I stand in it and ice my ankles. 15 times a day? Yeah. Not, not my whole body. I just put my ankle. Oh, I, I stand there and look at yeah. my phone for like 15 minutes and I come out. Then I'll go back in there and kneel in there and just ice my knees, look at my phone. And then I'll go in the sauna and then I'll go back in, lie in it, ice wow. my back. Because it's I, 
I full time. I'm so sore. Yeah, that there's that's no there's no way. So that's the opposite. Is I'm in, instead of me doing all that, I just am. If I there's an idle time, I'm just sitting on the couch pouting. <laughs> that's a great way to heal, Tony. Pouting. I find pouting makes you so much better. And then Kathy's looking at me like, "What is wrong?" Leg. <laughs> I swear, living with you. It's like, cause you, you're so together, but sometimes you are such a fucking child <laughs> and it, it's such an opposite of what you are. It's such a weird, it's funny to me, uh, but I could see her being, you're kind of funny right now, but you're also fucking annoying the one shit out of the kids saw me yesterday. He was like, what is that face you're making? I'm like, oh, that's me trying to lift my leg from here to there. <laughs> cause sometimes I, sometimes I need to straighten it. It kind of gets locked up. Yeah. And so I was straining it to put it up on a coffee table. <laughs> and he's like, what is that? Like, you know, as I'm doing, he's like, what is that face? And I'm like, that's pain. It's hell, child. It's pain. Recognize. And my knee clicking at each moment yeah. of, of like straightening out. And that's what it is. I was talking to a friend last night and my wife about spooning. And he was saying how he, he's a gay guy, spoons with his boyfriend or whatever. And I was like, you're so gay. Yeah, being funny. And uh, he goes, you don't spoon? You guys don't spoon? And I'm like, I, I sometimes, she's like, you do not. I'm like, you don't. So now we're both arguing about how we don't spoon each other. And I go, look, if I spoon within about 7 to 15 seconds, this hand goes numb. My fucking shoulder yeah. fucking starts to fall like it's fit, like it's going to come out of the socket. You know what I mean? And my hip starts to ache. Like I got to, I can't, you know, you leaning on that and me just having my <laughs> hand above my head. The, my fingers go numb after like three seconds. And he's like, really? That's that? I'm like, dude, spooning to me, I'll do it because I love my wife. But spooning, it's a task. spooning is like, hey, I love you. Can I drag this hot needle down your back? <laughs> it's like, yeah, if you really love me and that's going to make you happy, drag it. <laughs> Kathy says that if, if I like, if I put my arm over it, that when I fall asleep, my arm becomes 10 times heavier than it ever has been. Right, because you you're doing a polite arm, and then when you're dead, <laughs> yeah, you, you no longer care. Yes, here. I get that. Uh, all right. All well, right. hey, uh, it's been great. It's been great. Thanks for listening. Thanks for liking, describing, subscribing. Whoa, sick! They match my shoes and my car. <sighs> so, so if you're trying to keep up with me, just remember this. Nah, man. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> nah, man. Close your eyes. It's time to discover what starting and growing your own business feels like. Whether your business is bed sheets or skincare, Shopify's with you every step of the way. Now, open your eyes. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash podcast 22. Shopify.com slash podcast 22.